0: The big issue on Circle Duma
1: Good afternoon and welcome to this episode of The Big Issue. And as promised yesterday, that we'll be having part two of the interview that we had with the SAFPU president, and that is the South African Football Players Union. And we have on the line their president Utula Kanyo Khaushubelu. Sokala Duma Radio. Tulas, a very good afternoon to you. Welcome to the Big Issue on Sokala Duma Radio. How are you doing?
0: Budouam, thank you so, so much. And uh, uh, let me just say hi to the listeners. And most importantly, thank you for giving us the opportunity to view uh, the players' uh, voices. Sure.
1: Budouam, you know, as a president of SAFPU. How would you describe your working relationship with the clubs? I mean, from the ABC, Municipal League, the National First Division or even the PSL. Would you say you are right where you want to be or are there any things or issues that you are unhappy about? Look, I think we
0: come a long way with the relationship that we've had. It's been a it kind of light uh, relationship, but I can tell you that uh, of late we've got... Uh, we're forging very good relationships with both the federation and the Premier Soccer League. Mm. Simply because of the persistence and raising the issues as mandated by the players and able to say, look, uh, we do not want anything out of the extra ordinary. What we want is for the players to be respected as workers and the players to be treated in accordance with the Labour Relations Act, with the players to be uh, treated in relation to the International Labour Organization Treaty, you know. So for us, we've come a long way. And indeed, there are clubs that we are still finding a bit difficult here and there, but the majority, You know, of the clubs, the relationships have really improved. But of course, we don't expect everything to be uh, all smooth sailing. There will be here and there where you get resistance uh, from time to time. But uh, for the majority of the clubs, I can safely say we're happy, we're working together. And uh, I think it's good for, it's not good, it's good uh, not only for SAFU, but for football in general in the country.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, when you're saying majority of the teams are, are, are cooperating, um, why would you say um, the, 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 the few clubs, what is hindering them from oper- cooperating as uh, with the rest of the other clubs?
0: Remember, we moved from a baseless uh, point in relation to the implementation of the rights of the players. And uh, some of the clubs would not have really moved. Uh, faster than we would have expected them to do and uh, until such a time that those few clubs you know they would then have to corporatize and begin to say we want to run our team very very professionally with the limited resources that they have then you'd be able to get to where you want but having said that part of the issues you know is simply because of misunderstanding between ourselves and the clubs because We've realized that one of the things that we were not doing very well at a time was to have one-on-one engagement with individual clubs. But all the clubs that we managed to meet with them, sit down with them, explain where we come from, what is it that we require, and that we are not there to fight them, but to help them, uh, professionalize, to help them talk to the players so that the players are then able to perform in their optimum, you know, sure. are then able to sit down and say, oh, okay, oh, this is what you do. I mean, i.e., we have life skills, you know, that we sit down with the players and we tell them, advise them on their career issues. What is it that they need to do? How they need to, uh, of course, uh, 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 behave, you know, in a professional way? What is required and so forth? What is their responsibility towards the contract? As much as we tell the clubs, what is their responsibility towards their, uh, their contract with the players? Mm. So both parties must begin to respect and honor the contract as it were. So I think the you know, engagements with the club, the visits to the club, the one-on-ones with the clubs have made it very, very easier for us to begin to engage and say these are the issues. And to the extent that sometimes you find that there would need to be some settlement. The club will be saying, look, I do not want player A, I do not want, we sit down and say, okay, yeah, we hear you. We are not going to force you to have this player. All we want is for you to respect the contract. However, if you are saying you don't want the player, what does player A want? Player A want a settlement that wants to be facilitated for that. And it's smooth sailing and we move. And to the extent that we don't find each other, of course, we hear from a player then we can take the matter to the tribunal, to the dispute resolution chamber, where we'll then sit and uh, argue our case and uh, we agree to disagree.
1: You know, Tulas, say now. Um, at the beginning of all the, 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 the SAFU organization, at the beginning, say you wanted 10 things. Up from when you were established up until now, how many of those 10 things that maybe you said you planned for are now being implemented by the club How many of them would you say out of 10?
0: Look, I think we wanted quite a number of things, okay? And at the heart of it was to have a better relationship with the clubs, okay? And having that better relationship would lead to uh, some of the things that we need. We needed to say, let us sign the collective bargaining agreement with the clubs so that they recognize that we do exist as an organization of the players. Because with that recognition, we are then able to move further to the things that you are asking us, things like a minimum wage, we have sat down and said, we have not achieved the issue of the minimum wage, but we are not very far with class in terms of what we need to do. But also, the issue of the minimum wage must not only be understood in isolation as minimum wage. We have raised these issues and we continue doing that to say, you know, when we have a minimum wage and you are sitting with a a situation where capital or the... uh, Previously disadvantaged companies, I mean, previously advantaged companies or capital, they do not invest in previously disadvantaged uh, uh, sports. It makes it a bit difficult in terms of the money that is in, in, that, in, in that field, i.e., when you go to rugby, rugby, there are millions and millions of rents. In football, there's absolutely a, a, a little to, that you can write home about in terms of uh, money we are engaging with the Ministry of Sport to say, look, we'd rather have a situation where we have 100 million, then from that 100 million, then we can sit down and negotiate. And this thing, by the way, is speak to what we are talking about in regards to ICASA regulating, which is one of the things that I think uh, in good time, we need to sit down and say, yes, ICASA wants to regulate, Yes, Kaza wants to say uh, what money is needs to be in the sport and so forth. But also, they need an insight in terms of how to do that. So the more money we have, the better. But we don't have the money, we don't have a lot of people. And we believe that government also has got a role to play in terms of ensuring that there's a, a, a lot of money and sponsorship, you know, begin to pump money in the previously disadvantaged sport. I mean, when you go to schools, for an example, where football is played, uh, most of when you go to schools, I mean to schools, you realize where football is played is not the previously advantaged schools, but it's only this school. And you know, your Model C or your previously disadvantaged schools, they prefer rugby and rugby to all sports. So we are saying, of the things that we must do is to fight for minimum wage but we must also look at minimum wage in a a bigger context to say we want the players to end this match we know that the, the, the league can afford you know to do that but is it going to be sustainable then for us to have sustainability we need people pumping a lot of money we've been talking about the issue of the national dispute resolution chamber mm. it was very difficult it was unheard of you know that uh, the players you can go to the national dispute resolution chamber which is a try when when players have got issues they're able to go there raise their issues you refer your cases our issue precisely was that the national dispute resolution chamber was not compliant in terms of fifa rules as you know fifa Is the authority of football and FIFA rules the secular there, which is secular 2010 and secular 1129. Those seculars are simply saying there must be 50% representation of clubs, 50% of representation from the players' union, and and uh, you must have uh, two independent chairpersons, the deputy and the chairperson. We've had uh, a pet of it. We have found each other with the league in terms of what we need to do. We've agreed, we are restructuring that, and we believe that uh, in the new year when we start, we would be sitting with a new dispute resolution uh, chamber. Say these are the things that we need to do. These are the things that uh, ought to be uh, achieved and, and so forth. So for us, that issue to say the player's voice can be heard, the players are able to raise the issues as it were, we are then very, very much happy. The issue in terms of the improvement of salaries, we think that salaries, as much as there are those that have improved, there's still a lot that needs to be done in terms of uh, what the players really need to begin to be uh, accorded. The issue of transportation, which we have raised to say, we want formula. You know that uh, previously, uh, Polukwani City, there were players who passed on because the kind of transportation that was used was not really uh, proper. On that particular day, when there was an accident, given the report that we received to say, there was this thing, this is what happens. there's still a lot of things that we need to achieve. Things like your insurance, which we, of course, we will be uh, discussing as part of the discussions in the current uh, uh, collective bargaining agreement. The issues of the medical aid is what we are discussing in the current juncture to say, how do we then deal with that particular uh, matter? We have uh, addressed the issues that we wanted to do was to have a free-safu-bazari scheme. You know that will be supported by everybody, the players, the, the league, and so forth. We are engaging the league as well at that level to say, look, these are the things that we are currently are dealing with. How do you assist us? And the players have responded positively. The players are taking membership of the union. The players are not afraid to express their support on behalf of the, I mean, for the union that represent them. And the players are able to, you know, relate and say these are the things that we want. Currently, what we are dealing with, and I believe it's very important, is the issue of tax. We believe that players are unnecessarily taxed a whole lot of money. We have made this argument. And I know a lot of people sometimes don't understand this particular argument, but we are not apologetic about it. We believe that there must be a special dispensation when it comes to tax. Players must be less. When I work as a CEO of a company, I earn about 100,000 rent. I am able to work there for the next coming 30, 40 years as a CEO. Uh, You can text me what you want. You can text me 45%. You can text me 30%. You can text me whatever. I would be happy because for the next coming 30 years, I'll still be in that position. I'm credit worthy I'll be doing that. Now you find the same situation, a player who earns about 35,000, 60,000, 100,000, being taxed the same assets he's incorporating and that player only has a three-year contract. After three years, when you tax me 45,000, let's say I'm very fortunate, I earn about 100,000 rand. 45% of that because 100,000 will take me into a different class. Now, it, it means that I might be taxed about something like 45,000. What is 45,000? I mean, 45% of uh, 100,000. Could be 45,065. Now, every month, 45,000 is taken from my salary. How much is that? Yeah. What then happens when I retire? What we are saying is that, charge them for an example, 25%, but we don't want the 25% to go into the players' kit. It must not go into the players' salaries. 25%, the difference between 25% on whatever they're getting, here, 45%, the government has assist us. We've got actual centers We've got people who can begin to uh, uh, help us uh, 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 create a product or create a key that would say the players are going to contribute this much. Government would still have access to that amount of money. When the players retire, then they will be able to do that. In Europe, this is what happened, my brother. In Europe, When you sign a contract, you've got a four-year contract of about 3 million euros, for an example. All right? You are not going to be given all that money. Some money you are forced to save as a player, they take that amount and it goes there. And these are some of the discussions that we are having with the league. And I think with the improved relationship that we are having with them currently, we would then be able to begin to say, what is it that we need to do? Can we then agree that that at some point, and at some point, You know, dictatorship is not always bad. It depends which way you look at it. At some point, we must then begin to say, every player that plays football, regardless of where this person is, they must then, we must take about, in terms of from their earnings, we must take about 15%, put it away, until when they retire, then they will have access. Because we have learned, we know what happens when you have a lot of money, we know what happens when you do not have... uh, a, 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 a structured or a, a, a program that begins to teach you about finances. You take wrong decisions, you take all that. And we believe that we'll be able to get into these things and deal with them. In principle, we've agreed with the league on quite a number of things to say, these are your responsibilities, the players, you know, you need to sit down, you need to talk to the, uh, uh, the players and address them. And who better to be listened to than the uh, players, you know, you know, because the players want to listen, we want to engage with them. But we can only do it if uh, we've harmonized the relationship with the, with, the, with the league and so forth. So from where we're sitting, that's what we need. But another thing that's in the immediate mm. is to ensure that with the league that's coming, the women's uh, league, you know, we need to, uh, sup- we are supporting those people 100%. We need to ensure that when this league is, a, is a, a, a finally launched, the players there are well taken care of. There's money in this game, it's sustainable because it cannot be business as always where men are, play, are playing football, but women are not really taken care of, so we're looking at all these things. For us, it's very important. We need to look at these things. We must make sure that everybody is out there, and we do that. And of course, I mean, uh, a cherry on top will be if we win that World Cup. A cherry on top will be if we win that Afcon. A cherry on top would be, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, when the under twenty, you know, is going to do very well, and and we are there. The under twenty three is doing well as well. So there's a brighter future, but it's not only about playing football. It has to be about the rights of those who are playing. They give us so much. They give us love. We are happy. We are able to talk and so forth. So we're saying in this day of workers' day, players' rights must be respected. We need to sit down and be considered. Gone are days where people will just take decisions without us. I mean, Steven Gantopiko had said, you know, the problem is that sometimes we are sitting on the fence in a game that we ought to be playing. So we simply say we don't want to sit on the fence. We want to play. We want to participate. We don't want much. All we are saying is that this is what we need. And we want to influence decision. We want to influence policy and make sure that, yes, indeed, people are able to see things the way we we need, we, we need to see things. Let's take it very simple and say this. When you go to mining conferences, you get people who are miners sitting there. When you get to finances, you get people who are in finances and dealing with that, okay? And at some point, you need footballers, people who've got The knowledge and the know-how of running the game, we have played the game to be able to do that. But how do we get there? Firstly, by honoring them while they are playing, by making sure that the playing fields are level, by making sure that the labor conditions in the country are are such that conducive, such that they are then able to make what they can out of the game so that they are then able to reinvest. But equally so, even ourselves. We must say in this labor day, things are going to be different. We are going to empower ourselves, we are going to educate ourselves, we are going to make sure that uh, for us to participate in this game that we're taking, we want things to be different, we don't want to be beggars in the game that we have played. But what is it that is required of us? What is required of us is to put effort, to put uh, 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 our time into administrative courses, there are a lot of coaches out there. We are here we've produced, we've contributed in terms of the production of a lot of coaches because we are paying for them and we've said that we want to occupy the space. We have occupied that space in terms of coaching, what we have done, paying for the players. But we now need to move forward and say, what do we need to do in this day? as thing? We want people who are going to represent us as footballers who would know exactly what they want, empower themselves, read, empower, read, empower, read, empower yourself until such a time that we are able to influence policy the best way we know how. Wow.
1: Yazi yeah, uh, Butulas. I think when you were growing up, you are one of those few uh, children who used to uh, hit four beds with one stone because I had a lot of questions for you, but uh, in this summary that you have just <laughs> given us, you have answered each and every of those questions. And some of those things were to do with the Ikasa thing, which you've explained quite well. Uh, some of the things were, were to do with the club, uh, retirement funds and all that, which you have in your answer, one answer, and you have answered all of that, which is why I wanted you specifically to be on the show today. Uh, but... But before I let you go, uh, there is this thing about um, 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 the the club licensing. There was talk of the club licensing at the beginning of last year and you guys at SAFU were really happy that, um, finally, SA Football was heading to the right direction. But till today, nothing has happened. Have you guys been given any reasons why it is taking so long um, to be implemented? Look, I think a lot has
0: happened, but there's a difference here. When you look in terms of football in general, every in all the other parts of the continent uh, where football is run uh, the issues of your club licensing and so forth or maybe let me put it in this fashion: the association runs the league so the league is not uh, dependent the league is not independent of the association but here at home we have more professional from the from the, the professional league is not run by the, by the association, all right? Sure. Now, the professional league has got what we call the club licensing. There are issues, of course, in terms of the club licensing. We've got a club licensing. This is what you have. And this is what we would have been given in terms of what needs to happen. Our issue was very simple to say, look, we appreciate that you have uh, made sure that you have professionalized the league. However, we would also want to inform and influence what goes in and out of that club licensing. For an example, if we find a situation, because this is where we think uh, issues must be uh, dealt with, if a club doesn't pay players, it's a, a serial offender, you know, and so forth, what do we do in terms of the club licensing? Shouldn't we be saying, because you owe so many players, therefore we should not recognize or allow you to renew uh, your license of playing, in the professional rank simply because you owe players can't we look at that and locate it within the club licensing what are other things what is it that needs to be regulated what are the things how do we regulate football in terms of that so all parties need to sit down and say what is it that we need to do i've looked at the club licensing from the league's uh, point of view i think it's a, they've done a very good job however there are a lot of improvements that can be done in terms of the engagement to say how do we move and get in the issues of of the players so that everybody at the checks and balances see what happens and so forth we might be sitting here and we say the current leadership of the league is uh, willing to listen to us is willing to engage with us through that but we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow when the current leadership is not here so we need to do whatever we do it must be such that it's something that we are going to do to ensure that the future of football in this country is guarded and it has to be because for us it is very very important and is it is a, a matter that you cannot leave to anybody else out there and say we are not going to deal with but it's sacrosanct and we must make sure that it is uh, protected the best way we know how so that that's a legacy that anyone and anybody can be there the stability in the country when we are going both to you in this organization as we'll be going i mean very soon at some point we need to say this is what we have done and we are happy to look back because it's not about individuals, but it's about the system that we want to put out there and do that. And people must also understand that we need to sometimes we, we don't differ because we don't like them. But we differ simply because we want to ensure that football and we guard whatever they would have started, we got against the very same thing that they uh claim to be uh, loving so much so we all are claiming to say we love this game and we want to ensure that everybody else in that particular space uh, uh, goes, uh, it goes it goes accordingly i mean going back again yeah. I, I, I going back again to this issue of the that you have spoken about yeah. we have written uh, to to uh, uh what you call this thing to to government you know in terms of our views with have regards to the issue of the we say look we cannot find a situation. When you go back, you look back before the event of the DSTV, uh, sure. uh, Players were not really getting a lot of money. But if you take that away, you might sit with a situation where everybody and anybody can negotiate and get 10,000 rand. But that will then impact on, on the likelihood of the footballers. Because those who are tasked with the responsibility of negotiating on their behalf, May not have the power to negotiate and say no. We think the best way of dealing with it is this much. So I would rather, uh, like I said earlier, when in terms of the minimum wage, I would rather be able to say we have 100,000, I mean 100 million rents in the league uh, that we can then start fighting with the traps and say what is it that we want as a minimum. Rather than saying, no, this thing has been regulated. The I says, no, you don't have the rights. You cannot negotiate uh, on behalf of the players. You cannot go to multi-choice. We want those rights. We want to negotiate. Let's just give them a uh, uh, free-to-air channel. But you know what does that free-to-air channel mean? It means that the players are going to suffer. Because free-to-air channel will say, no, we want to give you $30, 30 million. Yes, the clubs mean they've got their own interest. It's fine. But our interests are very simple we want the player to end better. So we are, in this case, supporting the terms, but we are not supporting them with a blanket uh, approach that says, no, it's fine, that's everything. We are saying, yes, as much as we support him, but we also want you to improve the livelihood of the players. So we, that's where fundamentally I'm saying, we need to sit down at some point. It could be these, um, next week sometimes where we can focus on this issue of because so that that we iron it out and stretch it out. And, uh, I, and it's about time. Government also must listen. The teacher there must listen. It cannot be law unto themselves. They need to understand exactly where we are so that we are able to engage on issues that are very uh, uh, pertinent to us. And we must tell them exactly. It must not just be a blanket approach of it's a political thing or no, we are in charge, we're going to do that. We need to sit down, we need to engage, and we're hoping that they'll come back and we'll engage on these matters and uh, find each other.
1: Yeah, we'll for your time thank you ever so much for your information we thank you and hopefully that the players will enjoy the workers day today and hopefully you will also enjoy the workers day thank you ever so much for your time
0: no no thank you so much the players will enjoy the workers day and uh, we're hoping that in uh, yes to come we'll be able to sit with each other in studio sure. and talk about it or maybe just go to the field and engage with the players on a live uh, radio show to say this is what they do and so forth. But thank you so much, Mcleggazman, for uh, giving us the voice.
1: Always appreciate it, Baba. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, my brother. All right. That's the uh, SAFA president. I mean, SAFU president. That's the South African Football Players Union. Uh, that is Tula Khanyo Houshubele.
0: Sokala Radio. So
1: Alright folks, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune in on to the show tomorrow, 2 p.m. We have a live show. See you tomorrow.
0: Socala Duma Radio.
1: Soccer Duma Radio.